0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Coogee Voice. Today, we're talking with the CEO of Randwick Petersham Cricket Club, John Stewart. John shares with us the rich and diverse history of this wonderful local cricket team and reveals some exciting news about international cricket games that are going to be happening at Coogee Oval to add to the rich history of the eastern suburbs. You're listening to Coogee Voice.
1: You know, for me, I'm a bit of a traditionalist. I do like test cricket, but probably number one was uh, Australia Day this year. So we had a conference final down at Coogee Oval. We were playing UNSW. We were under the pump a little bit in the chase where we were three for not many. We'd lost Jason Sanger quite early. Um, and Adam Semple came in and, you know, he received life membership last night of the club. 40 year old, absolutely killed it in all aspects this season. Back with the bat, with the ball in the field. And he went out and got a maiden T20-100 off about 50 balls. And I think it was eight sixes and five fours and uh, took it right down to the second last ball and won the game to get his hundreds. So that one really stood out.
0: John, welcome to Coogee Voice. How are you going today?
1: Well, Marjorie, thanks for having me.
0: It is a pleasure to have the CEO of Randy Peets joining us today. Now, before we get into talking about Ramwick Petersham, your cricket club, some amazing upcoming uh, games that are going to be at Coogee Oval later this year, you live around the eastern suburbs. What do you love most about the east?
1: Oh, it's just got everything. You know, you're within walking distance from shops, uh, the beach, of course. You know, the SCG for me, being a cricketer, it's only down the road. It's just a wonderful place. I don't think I'd live anywhere else. So, you know, I grew up in South Coogee, now in Randwick. You know, Dad was born and bred in the eastern suburbs around Charing Cross, Bronte. Yeah, it's just a wonderful place. And in summer, yeah, there's no other better place.
0: I'm like you, born and bred eastern suburbs, uh, lived always around the eastern suburbs when living in Sydney. If there was anything you could change about the eastern suburbs, what would it be?
1: Around the eastern suburbs, I couldn't change anything. I know there's changes around Coogee where they want to, you know, more high rises than that. And I love the village feel. So for me, that's a special thing. I'd never want to see it like a Bondi. Yeah, it's just a community place and everyone knows one another. And, uh, yeah, as I said, I love living there, so.
0: Talking about community, Randwick petersham is a really big, old, community-focused cricket club. I think from memory, 200 and... 35 years, roughly, of combined history of the club.
1: Yeah, it's huge. When you think about you know, European history in Australia, what is it, 220, I think it is, and we've got such a successful club out of that immense history. We're coming into our 22nd year, and you look at the players that have come through Petersham, Marrickville and Randwick, yeah, you just think about the greats, and you know there are four invincibles in the current test squad. You've got David Warner and Usman Khawaja. Simon Kadditch came through the club. You go back and in the 80s, you know, our president, Mike Whitney, who actually celebrated his 40th Test Match anniversary uh, last August. You look at the New South Wales reps that have come through as well. I think it's in the number of about 30 or 40 as well. So we're a highly successful club and uh, yeah, community minded as well, which is uh, a very special thing for us.
0: How's the club game going over the past two years with COVID?
1: Yeah, we thought we would have struggled quite a bit. But you look at it over the last couple of years, our first grade side's always been strong. It's been stronger over the last five to six years, and that's down to Bill Anderson and a number of coaches that we've had. But our committee as well, led by Mike Whitney, first grade in the last three years have won all three comps. So they won the Belvedere for the first time during that first pandemic or the first lockdown. So top of the table and got the the trophy there. Next year won the one-day comp. And then the season just gone, we've won the T20 for the fourth time, uh, which is the most out of all clubs in Sydney. Our lower graders are starting to come through. You know, we moved from 19th in the club championship the year before to 9th last year, and we've got a lot of young, exciting players coming through as well. So I think we're on the, the right trajectory moving forward to, you know, add more silverware to the to the cabinet.
0: I know one of the other things that the club is hoping to do in the future is get a women's team How's that going?
1: Yeah, it's been a little bit of a struggle over the last three years, but um, we actually got news last night that there's a new framework coming out that should be released in the next week, and we're hopeful of creating a women's side, if, if possible, in the next one to two seasons. If not, you know we've always said that we are committed to the young female players in the eastern suburbs, so you know, from free clinics to academies, providing coaches, we're you know 100% committed to that. It is a growing sport you know, you look at female sport in all respects and we want to be there at the forefront as we have been in a lot of other aspects.
0: The good news is there's a huge number of young female cricket players coming through at those junior levels. So I think there's won't be long till there's a wave of senior women looking to play in the upper grades.
1: No, definitely. And, you know, over the last couple of years with COVID restrictions in place, we have been quite prominent trying to get academies and coaching clinics up and you look at the young girls coming through between the ages of eight and 15 and their skill level, it's amazing to watch.
0: Who's your favourite cricket player on the scene at the
1: moment? I'd have to be biased and just support the guys that are from our club. So of course, David and Usman, but Jason Sanger, who's our first grade co-captain, Riley Eyre, who has been with the Sixers. He debuted for New South Wales last season in the Shield game out at Bankstown but you can't go past some of the other players from other countries. So someone like Kane Williamson and then some of the, the more Minnow Nations. So, you know, someone like an Andrew Balbirnie for Captain's Island and also Harry Tector.
0: John, the club's got some pretty rich history. What are some memorable moments and matches for you?
1: Well, there's probably three that stand out. Strangely enough, they're all T20 games. You know, for me, I'm a bit of a traditionalist. I do like test cricket, but probably number one, was uh, Australia Day this year. So we had a conference final down at Coogee Oval. We were playing UNSW. We were under the pump a little bit in the chase where we were three for not many. We'd lost Jason Sanger quite early. Um, and Adam Semple came in and, you know, he received life membership last night of the club. 40 year old, absolutely killed it in all aspects this season, bat with the bat, with the ball in the field. And he went out and got a maiden T20 100 off about 50 balls and I think it was eight sixes and five fours and uh, took it right down to the second last ball and won the game to get his hundred. So that one really stood out. And I guess the other two would be Daniel Sams, who is over in um, England at the moment with Essex. Uh, A couple of years back, he played a T20 innings that was absolutely phenomenal to watch at Hurstville, uh, 90 off about 40. And then he did it a couple of years back when we uh, played Manly at Coogee Oval. And they had Mornay Morkel, and one six that he hit was still on the up and it hit the top of the dive shop at uh, Coogee Oval and Alfreda Street. So that was a massive innings to watch as well. So I think there are some of those highlights on our Instagram page if you want to trawl back through that as well. so
0: They are some pretty remarkable moments down at Coogee Oval. Now, talking about even more memorable moments that are to come, there's some pretty exciting news I think that you want to share with us.
1: Yeah, definitely. So coming up in October, so between the 1st and the 7th, uh, we've got the Irish national team coming out prior to the T20 World Cup. So they're coming out to acclimatise to Australian conditions, of course, and everyone at the club's been uh, scrambling to try and get this organised within the space of four months. So there'll be three T20 games down there. On the 4th, we'll play our first grade side against Ireland. Uh, the next day on the Wednesday. The SCG are putting together a select eleven, and then on the Friday, the seventh, uh, a New South Wales select eleven will play down there against the Irish as well. So all games start at one pm. It's free entry, so we'd love to see everyone down there for that.
0: It's pretty remarkable uh, achievement, and it's sort of in line with the rich history that our local clubs have been able to secure international tests down at Coogee Oval. Um, Ramwick-Petersham and the Wicks have got a pretty long, enduring relationship as well, Mm. uh, where we've seen Ramwick Rugby play the All Blacks, Argentina. Now we've got our Randy Peets playing Ireland. Can you tell us a little bit about the relationship with Ireland? Because it started long, long before this, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it's pretty scary when you think about it, that three months ago we got a phone call from Ireland saying, look, the World Cup's coming up. Can we come out and spend a week or so in Coogee? And Those who were around when they first came out, sat back and went, it doesn't feel like eight years ago. So yeah, it's been a a long history with the Irish and it all came about just with a general conversation at training between myself and another ex-player, John McLaughlin. And uh, he played for a club in England where they'd actually hosted New Zealand before a Champions Trophy tournament. And he said, look, there's a stack of Irish in the eastern suburbs around Coogee and Ramwick and Bondi. The World Cup's coming up in 2015. Do you reckon we could maybe speak to the Irish and get them out for a warm-up? And uh, yeah, when we started asking around, there are all these different connections. Of course, Witt playing international cricket. He knew Phil Simmons, the coach at the time. Um, I had a link with their media manager. And then when we started the discussions, it came out that when Witt played in Gloucestershire back in the 80s, He'd come across a guy called Richard Holdsworth, who was now their director of cricket. So it all just aligned, and I think it was October 2014. We met at the Holiday Inn at Sydney Airport over dinner, and then they were out here the following February. So and since then we've had a really strong relationship. They've had five players out here playing for us. All of them have kicked on and either played for Island Under 19s, Island A, or the full side including their captain, Andrew Balberny He spent a year here with us. And Harry Tector, who got 100 against New Zealand last week, uh, was out here about three or four years ago. So yeah, with that Irish team that's coming out, there's potentially three of those guys that have spent time in Randwick and Coogee, maybe four coming out with that squad of 15. So yeah, it's always exciting for us to watch the Irish play and see you know, one, two or three Randy Peets in the lineup.
0: I can't imagine it's a hard sell to get Irish to come over here and play cricket at Coogee Oval and live around the eastern suburbs.
1: No, not at all. No. Like, <laughs> I think a lot of their family or cousins live here anyway. So, and they all know, you know, the Coogee Bay Hotel or the Pav. So, word gets back from them, and they look. They all want to be the next one who comes out on that scholarship program. And look, they all come out. They're great individuals. They always perform on the field for us. They're never a drama. And it's really good to see them go back and kick on with their careers as well.
0: The Irish are going to be down there for three tests. Is there any other events that are being planned around the local area during that time?
1: Yeah, definitely. So with the LaFan Cricket Week, we're going to combine it with our um, Cricket for Community program. So the Irish are quite open and we're going to run a couple of clinics, probably one, maybe two, for any local school kids local junior cricketers who come along. Um, so that will be advertised on our website in due course. Of course, it's free of charge, and but, you know, we'll have to limit spaces. But hopefully, we can get a good number of kids down there, test themselves against a couple of international players and a couple of the Randy Peets as well.
0: Amazing. There you go, kids, girls and boys. If you've never thought about playing cricket, this is your opportunity to give it a crack down at Coogee Oval. Now, John, the upcoming tournament and trial matches with the T20 – There's some pretty remarkable support that you're getting from our local community, including local businesses. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, in the last couple of months trying to organise this, of course, bringing out an international side, it's not something that we can do on the cheap, really. So we really appreciate the local businesses that have come on board. So Temple Bay down at Coogee, Melick Wealth Management, the LaFan Group have come on board as well. Tide and Fitness have been unbelievable and they were back in 2015 as well. And that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that this tournament is not just beneficial for us as a cricket club, but it's also beneficial for the city of Randwick as well. So, you know, it's unbelievable the support that have come through. And look, I can't forget the Courtyard Cafe as well. They've been really supportive, as they were again in 2015.
0: If other local businesses are wanting to jump on board, are there other opportunities for sponsorship?
1: There's a couple of more opportunities coming up. So, if any local businesses are interested, please get in touch. All the details are on our website and it is great exposure. It's not just within the city of ranwick but I should have said before that all three games are going to be live streamed as well. So there's that opportunity there to expand your reach and the exposure of your brand.
0: Now, John, over the past decade, we've seen the growth of T20. What are your thoughts, T20 or test?
1: I can understand T20. Um, for me, I love watching a test match, You know, just the ebb and flow. It can be One team on top for two days, and then you can lose a test match quite quickly. But you see T20, of course, it's bringing in a younger audience. Like I said before, our T20 squad has been successful over the last 10 years. You know, We've won four competitions, which has been unbelievable for us. I think we should draw the line at T20 and not start looking at the 100 or some of the other competitions that are out there, like the one in the Caribbean. But yeah, I can understand T20 for the excitement value and bringing in a new audience. But you've got to keep Test Cricket there.
0: Now, John, before I let you go, there are three very tough questions we ask everyone that comes onto to Coogee Voice. You must declare the best beach in the eastern suburbs, where sells the best coffee, and where you can get the best burger. Go.
1: Okay, the best beach, Coogee, right across from the Oval. Uh, what was the second one? Coffee, uh, Courtyard Cafe. Got to plug the sponsor there and they're, they're brilliant, Dave and the crew there. And the best burger. Char-Grill Charlie is another sponsor for us and, you know, Mark and the crew there have been really supportive and, yeah, not just the burgers but every everything on the menu there.
0: Now, John, if people want to learn more about the upcoming test and the Randy Peets, where should they head to?
1: Uh, go to our website, rammigpedishandcricket.com.au and also on our Instagram page, Randy Peets Cricket.
0: John, thanks for joining us on your Voice.
1: Thanks very much, Marjorie.
0: How exciting is that? Now, if you'd like to get behind these international cricket games happening right here in Coogee Oval, check out Randy Pete's Cricket on Instagram. You've been listening to Coogee Voice.